ओके नाइन चैनल ग्राउंड कंटेम्पलेशन इन द टाइम ऑफ द बुद्ध दिस इज सब्जेक्ट ऑफ मेडिटेशन यू कैन सी धर्मपद कॉमेंट्री एंड वेरियस अदर प्लेसेस फर्स्ट the meditating monks must seek uh, permission of the village headman and then go to the uh, funeral um, director or somebody the one who is in charge of uh, uh, cremation and take his permission or then goes to the cemetery and take the permission of the one who is in charge of the cemetery uh, burning the body or leaving the body according to the wish of the relatives and then they uh, tell the undertaker whenever you get a body you let me know so he uh, sits in under a tree or if there is a little kuti there he sits and uh, after informing the undertaker to let him know when the body comes so he is there but as soon as the body comes it is not uh, uh, completely decomposed because within 24 hours they brought the body to the cemetery so the monk could come to that body it is not completely covered with uh, cloth or anything completely bare body they leave there and then every day he comes and then stand or sit there and meditate on the body you can see these are the things that they saw but these days we cannot see them that is why the buddha uh, used the word uh, as if or as though he were to see a corpse thrown aside in a charnel ground so this monk would come and see this thrown the body thrown in the charnel ground one two three days dead bloated livid and oozing matter a bhikkhu compares this very body with with it does this body too that means referring to his own body this body too is of the same nature it will be like that it is not exempt from that fate so he compares he compares his body with the one he sees nowadays we cannot find dead bodies like that therefore uh, we have to we have to understand our body we have gone through the five stages of mindfulness of the body and matured our, ourselves uh, emotionally and uh, uh, we prepare ourselves emotionally because up to now we prepared our mind uh, looking at the body 
in a very, very realistic, practical, natural way. The breath and so forth, we have looked at it. And now we are ready, spiritually, emotionally, we are mature. At that time, think this body of mine, when dies, Ayu usmaca vinyana yadakayan jantimang apavido tadaset nirathanga kalingarang when ayu, heat, consciousness, uh, all this left the body, this body is like a piece of log, <coughs> much worse than log. Log you can burn for firewood, but uh, for fire, but this body? No. Worse than that. And compare it to a... How many of you have seen actually a dead body, uh, one, two, three days dead, bloated, livid, and oozing matter? I don't think any of you, any of you have seen. I have seen. Uh, if the body is on the road, we can stand here. So stinky. Uh, I have seen bodies uh, drowned in in rivers in Sri Lanka. And uh, it took several days for the body to float down to the down the river and uh, hang over branches of trees uh, you know coming to the water. And then, sometimes it, uh, you know, it takes about a week or so for the body to be found. Then, by then, you know, these uh, uh, reptiles, uh, like uh, uh, crocodiles, crocodiles. <laughs> they are not actually crocodiles, they belong, to, they belong to a crocodile family. Yeah. Uh, they have come and eaten part of the body. So one day I came from my monks' school at night because that day I had to give a Dhamma talk. I came to the came to catch the bus, there was no bus. So I walked about uh, six, seven miles in the middle of the night at about uh, twelve o'clock, pitch dark. And uh, that day there was, uh, the river also was uh, flooded and dead body had come from up, the young man drowned and the body had come and uh, was gone over a branch and held it by the branch. It cannot float anymore. And I had to stand there to catch the boat to go to the other side of the river. I mean, I don't know whether you have smelled uh, skunks. Worse than that. I have seen my brother, who died of uh, died from falling a tree. They don't have anything called embalm or anything. They just uh, burn incense and uh, you know this uh, uh, lime leaves and so forth just to get it of the order. But he was so bloated several days after death. Kept in the house. 
of course because before it was uh, levied and uh, in, you know broken it was buried so i have seen that now at that time i never had done a meditation like this so it was so difficult to bear the order now this body is like that this so called my body <laughs> i have no no control of this body even now because so many things has happened to this body although i have consciousness feeling and so forth uh, way of thinking and all this i have no control of this body this is much worse than that when we are dead <coughs> so devoured by no two three days then levit using you know why the body is heavier when it is dead when the person is heavier when it is when is dead i don't know they call dead weight i think it's a lot of fluid there <coughs> lot of fluid are building up build up bacteria builds up and uh, it's uh, there's no way to get it out no exercise no sweating and so forth everything builds up and the weight is very heavy and then it burst when it when it uh, shells up it burns burst and then from the areas the skin is broken and burst and then it start pus the liquid oozing out and then soon not that you see worms worms in it eating up this is what happened to our body so called our body <laughs> which have no which we don't have any control even now will happen to us so seeing that body all our pride all our clinging craving attachment to this body slowly fade away for this purpose without any emotional reactions attachment hate mindfully realistically compare that dead body with ours that is true since we since we cannot see the body these days we have to imagine visualize this is not exempt from that fate people say all sort of things about their bodies people i have heard people say i don't want to be to this body to put in a coffin and seal it because they can do breathe how can you breathe after death but still they want to keep the body in a perfect way you all know how they prepare the bodies after death hmm 
Yeah, after that they dress up like coming from wedding. But even the backside is not uh, connected, it's completely open. Only the... In the front. So the front. Yeah. Front is covered. Uh, the coat, shirt, whatever they put, <laughs> backside is open. Open. They covered this part, only upper part. Just to deceive us, to make us believe that this is so pe- people say, oh, he looks like as if he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's a funeral uh, director, so uh, people prepare. Mouth remain open. When we die, mouth, they have to put some kind of spring inside mm-hmm. to close it, put a screw in there and then put the spring which is tight together, otherwise it remains open. Mm. And the eyes open, they have to put some gum to keep the eyes closed. And the hands are here and there, so I have to tie the both thumb, uh, thumbs, putting the thumbs together. <coughs> the, the relatives are asked to get the clothes. When they bring clothes, the funeral directors uh, cut open, and uh, put hands here in the pants and so forth. Uh, after all these things, uh, of course, they have to embalm the body, you know, using form, formaldehyde, right? Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Uh, embalm it so that it can preserve for a certain period of time. Uh, if you leave the body or without doing all these things, to decompose naturally, this is what happened. But no, it is so unsightly, uh, nobody likes to look at it. And that is the stage, that is the time in, in Thailand they still do that. Thai monks go to uh, funeral homes. They don't have funeral homes as such, like here. Uh, they have stack of bodies. They, I don't know how they preserve bodies for even for one year. They preserve the body. And then if they, some unknown person like robbers, killed in forest, they bring to monasteries at the request of monks, bring them to the meditation centers for the monks to look at the body. That's how they develop this uh, practice. <coughs> now, uh, since we, these are all cumbersome to find dead bodies and go to various places and make arrangements and so forth, Buddha said, when you sit, visualize. Imagine, this is what happened. After one day dead, two days dead, three days dead, then started bloating, then breaking up, livid, and then started oozing, liquid coming out of the body. 
is what happened with his body, this so-called my body. And then that is the one stage. Second stage is as though he were to see a corpse thrown aside the child ground, being devoured by crows, hawks, vultures, dogs, jackals, various kinds of worms. <coughs> uh, in Bombay, there is a place called Hanging Garden. There is a big uh, circular structure and there are grills. The Zoroastrians, ancient Iranian people, had a religion called Zoroastrianism. Uh, there are, some of them are still living there. They bring their bodies when they die and put on the grill. I have seen with my own eyes big vultures. I mean hundreds of them come from various directions and start eating them. And then on the ground you can see bones. Eat, eat it, then rub the bones. In, uh, as you know, ancient Egypt, they mummified the bodies to preserve their car called soul. Uh, they mummified it. So, how oh, many superstitions? In uh, I went to Mexico in Teotihuacan. There is a museum. Uh, in the museum, there are uh, pictures of hands separately, legs separately, uh, heart separately. The guide explained to us when they, their relatives die, I don't know, that doesn't happen now, long ago, they cut up the body into various parts and then eat to keep the, the uh, what do you call, relationship. They love the person so much, they don't want to bury. They cut up and eat. That is why they show those parts in the museum. I mean, that is the explanation. So anyway, when you leave the body to decompose naturally, these are the, this is what happens. They comes, come and eat the softest part of the body first. Then, then they slowly, slowly go into the hard part like the skull and brain and so forth. Visualize just this body, crows come and grab part, vulture comes and take another part, jackals come and take another part, huh? then uh, dog comes and take another part. They are fighting, eating, running, flying. Then the flies come and eat, worms and eat. And so forth. Slowly, slowly, slowly. <coughs> Disappearing. Just imagine. So where is I? Where is soul? Okay. 
maybe they take little little parts of the soul share <laughs> among themselves <laughs> then third stage uh jargon uh, a skeleton with flesh and blood held together with sinews now just imagine the skeleton with flesh and blood is not completely disintegrated the bones are still held together with the sinews but there are some parts of flesh some flesh and blood smears blood smeared bones here and there and so my flesh is gone hair is gone skin is gone uh, teeth uh, uh, they may be there but when you, when you lose your teeth before you die then you don't have to worry about it <laughs> then uh, but the holes here and there cavity here and there open you know various parts and then uh, most of the flesh is gone but some flesh is there bone is smeared with blood and then all together tendons they tie together and still they are there that is what we see outside and that's what happened to this body of ours the the fourth skeleton is made with blood held together with sinews uh, now this time no flesh fleshless skeleton now but still it is bloody smeared with blood and not completely separated because of the tendons and sinews uh, hold them together that's outside body same thing happens to this body this is not this this is not exempt from that state fifth stage <coughs> a skeleton without flesh and blood held together with sinews now this stage not even flesh uh, no no blood uh, but skeleton is still uh, broken here and there but not completely because uh, the sinews are holding them this outside body then we compare it with ours six stage now uh, disconnected bones scattered in the in all directions here a hand bone there a foot bone here shin bone there thigh bone here hip bone there black back bone here rib bone there breast bone here an arms bone there shoulder bone here neck bone there jaw bone here 
भूत बॉन्स from here to here or sometimes born from bo- broken this joint uh, separated uh, from the knee down sometimes it can be separated other times it can't remain the whole leg bone thigh is separated from the shin bone and uh, this little toe bones finger uh, toe bones and so forth uh, i think this chest bones uh, maybe all the pairs together or separate because they are, they are not very strong they are float something sometimes floating bones uh, as we breathe in and out they float they can be separated easily and so forth uh, as buddha mentioned here they are here here and there scattered not even together separate so now the body totally disintegrated where is that being the person no longer there same thing happened to us seven stage chanlangan bones bleached white the color of shells not very much left the blood is gone now no longer red color the because of the sunlight uh, whatever color blood bloody color was there is gone dried up and then they all look very white eighth stage it is <coughs> collection of bones bones heaped up more than a year old what that is what happened after one year all the collection of bones after that uh, more than a year old rotted and crumbled to dust eventually they reduced to dust and one day big wind blows the dust field disappear into there not even dust this what happened to this body then people are what happened to the spirit the body is gone what happened to the spirit what happened to the spirit 
is there any spirit in the body? I, I always am thinking of how to find my spirit. <laughs> I cannot find spirit. What do they mean by spirit? Is soul. Soul. You put a body, even before death, into a glass coffin and seal it, not leaving one tiny little hole, so that you believe that the, the spirit or soul or whatever should stay inside. You know, floating around the, the, it cannot stay in the body. The soul or spirit should hang around the body, so that you can see it. That is why you put in a glass coffin. You cannot find such thing. What happened to us when we die? This is what happened to the body. So Buddha was talking about the body. And this is what happened to it. <coughs> it reduced into reduced to dust and disappears. <coughs> but that is not us. I mean that's not completely us. We still have something else. That part is not in the body. <coughs> that is our karma. Uh, Greed and ignorance. Karma, greed and ignorance plus consciousness. They leave the body as we die. Then the body is just like a piece of law and decomposed like this. What does this prove us? It proves that this body is impermanent. That is how it ends. <coughs> and we experience this impermanence taking place all the time. Even while we are, especially while we are alive, when we mindfully wash the body, if we live long enough, we may live uh, many years and throughout the entire life we see constantly moving parts, decaying, dying and uh, renewing all the time until this we reach this stage. <coughs> so, In this uh, mindfulness practice, I think this is a very important uh, aspect to look at the, the uh, important way of looking at the body in order to understand our impermanent nature. We have no control over this, no mastery over that, no one, no way to stop it. With all these modern uh, technology, 
science, medicine, and so forth and so on. We cannot prevent this happening. We may delay, we may delay uh, death up uh, to a certain point, you know, for a short while, but eventually this is what will happen to us. This is how it ends. So, <coughs> being emotional and trying to suicide or homicide is not the solution. It's not the solution. Uh, but the solution is to understand, comprehend, and realize this truth by ourselves in our own practice, in through mindfulness training, mindfulness practice. I think this is what uh, I want to say in, in conclusion. I think this is enough for the morning session. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <coughs>